Are you ready to be connected? You're listening to the Insured Connection Podcast by Pica Group, a pro-assurance company, where we provide expert advice for your practice when you need it most. We connect you with industry leaders to discuss timely topics so you can listen, learn, and get back to caring for your patients. Now, let's connect. Welcome to another episode of the Insured Connection. Today on the podcast, we have Dr. Krupa Patel and Dr. Peter Hines. Dr. Patel is a podiatrist in New Jersey, and Dr. Hines is a chiropractor in Tennessee. Both of their social media presence have established growth in their practices. We are thankful that they have joined us on today's episode. Krupa, Peter, thank you for being here. It's good to have us. Thank you. Thanks for having us, Becky. What is social media? Sure, I think social media... um, would be any place where your patients live online. It's obviously, it's many different facets, but it's where their digital person would be or live. It's the groups they're part of, the things they like, the stuff they do, the places they visit. Um, It could be all of those things kind of wrapped up in one. Excellent. Yes, I I agree. You know, there's, there's all sorts of ways now that we can communicate with patients and with each other. And every day there seems to be another channel uh, it almost doesn't matter for this conversation which social media channel we're talking about. You know, it's, it's not going to matter if it's Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, whatever, whatever's new today. Um, so we'll just continue uh, discussing uh, social media in, in a general way. So how do you guys use social media? So I think we as professionals use it both privately and then professionally for our businesses. At least I know I try to keep accounts separate so that I have a private account where I can share content with my family, my friends, things that perhaps may, I don't want my patients privy to. And then I also have professional accounts, which I can network with other doctors, uh, other, other professionals in both medicine and elsewhere. Um, I think Dr. Hines probably does something very similar. I do. Uh, I 100% agree with that. There needs to be a online persona that is patient facing and an uh, individual persona that you could be who you are in a certain way. There's obviously uh, the presentation that you want the world's eye to see you as, and I agree with it. Um, you should be friendly, but not friends with those patients, with those people. Great. Uh- as far as uh, success stories, what kind of success stories have you guys had from a social media perspective? I know that, you know, you guys have had patient referrals uh, and online customer satisfaction. Uh, what would you say has been some of your success stories? So I'll start with this one. I think uh, we all as practitioners or at least people using social media always look for home runs or grand slams. We want to have a viral post or a viral story that goes, you know, far and wide and and creates a a big reach. We actually had a a, a chiropractor just down the street from me that posted something, a picture with their team member holding their new baby working in the office and said, Hey, we love having babies here at the office. 
And it's something as simple uh, post of like, we support mothers, like working mothers with their children went, went viral. I mean, they had 50,000 plus likes that shared hundreds of times. I mean, there was thousands and thousands of comments. It, uh, it, it was really amazing for them to do. So we always think that there has to be something magical, but sometimes it's just something simple. I think the big thing for success in, uh, in our eye, the reality should be is just base hits, base hits when baseball games, that was, um, I don't know, Brad Pitt and Muddy Ball or one of those movies he, he was in. Um, you got to understand that like for us, it's uh, anything that helps keep the conversation going. Um, it's being able to comment, engage, interact with, with people, not just patients, but uh, people that could be potential patients and the community out there. Yeah, I agree with that. Absolutely. Um, I think a little more holistically, having a social media profile actually wraps back around to your reputation on Google. And that really is where that home run um, engages. I think you absolutely need social media to loop back to websites and other uh, landing pages that you have uh, for your practice uh, and the higher engagement levels you have. So the practice that has the 50,000 likes on a single post, the higher your reputation is on Google. Why that matters is I think 90% of people will search Google to find a doctor, to find a service, to find any professional. And those listings that come up uh, organically high on pages are the ones that get seen. So if you're not on page one, you're not on base at all. Um, That is sort of the Google metric. That's the Google philosophy. And the way to sort of solidify that is to close this loop, have multiple streams of um, your digital footprint. Um, So some of the successes really happen where we don't typically rely solely on social media to market for the practice, but it is definitely um, a wing that is necessary uh, to have Google uh, treat you like uh, uh, an expert and an authority in whatever field that may be. For us, it's really about review generation, um, reputation management in a way, really so that as patients see our website, see our reviews, they follow a link to Facebook that they're getting the same conversation over and over again, that this is a great practice, these are great providers, and these are the people we wanna see. On Facebook, we actually rely a lot and get a lot of referrals from Facebook groups. So mom groups, high school football groups, you know, any, any number of these sort of communities that exist on Facebook where one referral turns into 50 because people keep seeing that. And you can search in those groups for, let's say, podiatrist or, or chiropractor or whatever industry you're looking for. Um, so it really just becomes instant marketing that stays there. You know, one of the good and the bad is that our digital footprint, unlike a footprint in the sand, you can't get that washed away. So there's some good with that, but there is some bad with that. And I think we can sort of talk about that as we, as we continue on. I think the other thing that uh, you guys have been discussing is around being authentic online too. I mean, it's, you know, keeping in mind that while it is a platform, it is people and interaction and the more authentic you can be, People will know what to expect when they come into your office. I think they get, you know, a sense of kind of who who your staff is, who your team is. 
Uh, it's a it's a quick introduction if they've not been to your practice before. So I think that there are other things that social media is also good for uh, from a patient perspective uh, that that can be helpful to your practice as well. One hundred percent, Becky. I think uh, part of the use of social media is to give um, direct access to patients uh, and where they live and where they're scrolling through. Um, so let it be office communications, things they need to know, openings, closings, stuff like that, increased information of like what you do. It could be even value added services and just educating them more online of what you do. Um, let it be something funny like memes or photos of the office or just, uh, you know, information about each of the team members, you can use it in many different ways. And you should have uh, each of those little pieces as a place to have direct access to them because we're scrolling through on our phones 90% of the time, hundred percent of the time. So that's a direct access to their eyes. So that type of uh, authenticity should come through with the, the different types of communication that you have with them. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, so Dr. Hines, you spoke about uh, high engaging content earlier. Uh, Dr. Patel, what's some examples that you have of some content that where you've seen some success on social media? So I think for our social media posts, most of our posts are very generic. Um, what we are successful with is distributing information. So patients who may not know certain services that we provide certain um, issues or pathologies that we treat, it almost becomes like clickbait, meaning a very short blurbed uh, post about heel pain, for example, or an ankle fracture, for example, you know, that can alert someone like, oh, I think I have that or, you know, and that really translates to conversion into a patient because once they click through that Facebook link, they get to our website, which has a call to action to make an appointment. And it's a very seamless process. And I think that's one of the important things when you're thinking about social media, not having it be a static thing. It has to be something dynamic that can drive that customer or patient to your office, to your website, to, to, your, to the chair in your room. Um, so our most successful things are really things that I think are in general, in general very, uh, I guess, not so specific as to what we do as far as surgeries, treatments, and all that other stuff, but more you know, issues that a, the regular Joe Schmo on the street can, can deal with, meaning I have heel pain today, I want to go see Dr. Patel. And it comes up on their Facebook feeds, if they follow us, even if they don't, Facebook has a very simple way of um, creating sponsored ads. And you can, you know, pay a few bucks, and that ad will post higher, will will trend further. Um, so it's been it's been really successful with with some of the posts that we put up. I think Dr. Patel was really on to something. I think most docs don't realize that it's beneficial to boost posts and put a couple dollars behind posts like she's talking about to reach your farther audience or friends of friends in the area. A few dollars here and there goes a long way um, of, of educating people that know you or like you. So um, that's one thing that's been really beneficial for us as well. Want to receive a monthly newsletter with topics from the Insured Connection? Head over to pikagroup.com forward slash insured connection and join our email list to have it delivered right to your inbox. I also have a, a question for you guys in, in regards to all of the different social media platforms out there. How many different social media platforms are you guys on? Do you guys feel like you need to be on every possible 
place or talk a little bit. That's an interesting one. I think um, as a whole in our practice, in order to stay authentic, there are certain platforms that we just can't engage in and TikTok being one of them. Um, It's definitely for a younger audience, not, and there's lots of doctors who are successful on it. I'm not going to say that, but just for us, we can't be our authentic selves on that. Um, So we do connect through Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn, more of a professional network, but we, we sort of shy away from TikTok currently. We're the exact same uh, way with that. We keep off that. I I think the the rule of thumb is our goal isn't to be, um, social media influencers, you know, we're not looking for a million followers. We have offices and we treat patients in an area. So you want to be able to serve in that area. So give some, give some examples of, of where you guys might've missed on social media, where there might've been a, a social media failure or, Oh, I wish I wouldn't have done that. Or <laughs> I think personally for us is not doing it, just becoming complacent uh, in it. Dr. Patel is right. Um, it needs to be one of the legs of the stool, right? You have your social media, media, you have your website and you have your reviews and it should be seamlessly integrated. So if I think the biggest thing is not doing it, number one, but number two, not having a true streamlined way to get them to where you want them to be, that's in your office. So um, it should be some intentional thought of, yes, this is what I post, but where do they go from here? And then how does that get us to, uh, you know, a button a seat, so to speak? Absolutely. I think, you know, my practice and our philosophy in the practice has always been that marketing is key. So we've got run the gambit from print uh, to a very large print budget. Um, we did a radio campaign on CBS uh, 880 in New York. Uh, and I think we had a lot of misses because we spent a lot of money, but didn't get a lot of metrics or return on investment information. So if you are going to delve into this digital marketing realm or space, it's really important to pick uh, solutions that tell you how you're doing. So you know what to change as far as, you know, Google advertising, SEO and SEM, and you can make those changes to sort of complement what you're looking for at, at your business. So I think one of the other misses we had is when we first started our just casual Facebook site that, you know, nobody was really monitoring, many of our staff was not aware that we had a social media policy. So we live, uh, my practice is just outside of New York. So someone semi-famous came in and someone took a picture and then posted it to social media. That's a pitfall because that's a pretty big HIPAA violation if you have a person who's recognizable. So one of the misses in the beginning um, prior to really investigating what to do is, you know, if you are going to go in this direction where social media brand marketing is going to be key for your practice, then having an employee handbook with a very clear and distinct social media policy is it's absolutely necessary. I, I don't think you can have one without the other. That's a that's an excellent point, and and something that everyone does need to be aware of are the you know risk of HIPAA violations and engaging in what should be private conversations possibly with patients. You know what what might may feel like an an innocent question can can quickly escalate online. 
uh, into into an issue. How do you guys kind of deal with that when a when a patient might ask, you know, a care question online? How how do you guys handle that? We personally do it over the phone. Like uh, I think with social media the, um, and not public is the other way. So uh, we, we, we always lead to either messages, emails, phone calls, one-on-one uh, -on -one to be able to, uh, to answer any type of communication like that. Yeah, absolutely. We really don't share any care strategies online. Everything is taken offline with a very generic message. Like someone from our team will reach out to you and then we reach out. We obviously close that loop. Um, but we make it a point not to have any posts that have any sort of patient identifiers. One of the things that happens, unfortunately, is you sort of get sucked in. You know, it's addicting to post good results, befores and afters. Um, so we actually scrub every post that goes up, meaning we check and ensure that there's absolutely nothing that is going to violate someone's privacy. And if we are going to use a picture, we do get a consent from the patient that says, yes, you can use my x-ray, even though there are no you know, patient identifiers. Uh, we typically don't post any, any clinical pictures of, of anyone's you know, body parts unless they uh, consent to that. Which is vital. You need to have them sign something no matter what. Absolutely, absolutely. So, um... If you were if you were talking to somebody, you know, right now, what would you say are the uh, top three things that they need to know before getting into social media? What 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 are three things that you wish you might have known before you got into it? And I think you know we've we've probably talked about some of these now uh, earlier. So I'll let you take that one. You want me to go first? Yeah, let's go first. So I guess my key takeaways, I, I think I have four of them. So one would be know your audience. So know who you're posting to. Keep an eye on who's actually liking and sharing and following your content. Some of that really is more of a make sure it's not a disgruntled patient. Um, really be mindful of who's watching, right? So that's one. Number two is that we have this digital platform sort of at our hands, at our disposal. So we can share a lot of information and we have to we have to make sure that we're held accountable meaning that information is true that it it is reflective of your expertise that if you're advertising a procedure or technique that you are truly trained in it you know we don't want to do anything sort of um, untoward like you said earlier becky one of my notes was actually to be authentic you know when you are going to post things on social media or your website or any of those, it has to be truly what your brand represents. And I think one of the ways to do that is really create your mission statement for your practice, your brand, your company, just to have everything sort of flow exactly that way. The fourth thing I would say is if you do get into social media and you are with those 50,000 followers, know that there are companies that can manage these things for you so that the amount of time that you will invest may not be worth the return on investment if you are trying to post every day, you know, constant updates and, and making sure that you're engaging with your, with your followers. Um, if you're just like me and Dr. Hines, I think we're pretty good as far as putting up content, but um, I'm not an influencer by any means, nor do I intend to be. Those are my four yeah. takeaways. 
I think mine are very similar, a little bit more basic. I think just do it. Um, I think the initial start of social media gives me anxiety, gave me anxiety and still does at times to have to deal with it and figure it out. Sometimes you just have to start, start posting, start doing something. Second is make sure you com uh, constantly uh, comment, engage, be part of the conversation online. Um, it's not just posting stuff out there for people to see, like it's, uh, you have to have a two-way communication through the process um, and don't get caught up in it. It's not the do all end all be all. It doesn't matter if you get a million clicks or one click it, you just have to take it day by day with it and ultimately figure out why you're doing it. Like what's the purpose of, of the social media? I think we all get wrapped up in the idea that we have to be on Instagram. We have to be on Facebook. We have to be posting every day and every two days and it becomes overwhelming um, but ultimately it's, it is a part of your marketing arm. So it's not just for the likes, but it's for the return on investment of the time and energy. Part of that was we talked about like the, the private groups and just being on areas and places that has been really good. I think one of the things that the easiest base hits is just to join different groups and be there to answer questions. Um, but don't overcomplicate it. Well, thank you both. I think I think these are excellent tips for our listeners, and hopefully, it it energizes everybody to, as Dr. Hines says, just do it, get started with it. You know, take that take that first step, uh, and and keep engaging with uh, your potential patients and your current patients uh, because they are out there and they are seeking answers, and so you know it is it is something that we. It is a world in which we all live in now. And so, you know, I think everything will continue to evolve, but I think these have been excellent points. Dr. Patel, Dr. Hines, we'd like to thank you all for your participation in this. And I'm sure this is the first of many conversations we'll have around social media. And we hope that you guys will join us again soon. Absolutely. Thanks, Becky. Thanks for having us. And that's it for this week's episode. But let's continue connecting. If you're enjoying The Insured Connection, don't forget to leave a review on your streaming platform and subscribe now so you can connect with us each time we post a new episode. To stay connected with us throughout the week and to tell us topics we should discuss on future episodes, go to pikagroup.com forward slash insured connection.